Welcome to episode 67 of I Dream of Cameras, the podcast about cameras and camera collecting. My name is Jeff Greenstein. And my name is Gabe Sachs, and I believe you just said 67? 67? That's a big number. That is a big comedy number. That big is comedy number. Crazy. How do you feel about it? How do is you that, feel? Is that 33 away from 100? I mean, I'm not a mathematician, oh, but I'm God. guessing. Oh, God. Really? All right. Well, you know, you're reminding me, speaking of math, <laughs> oh, no, I made another a one? major wait, 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 math wait, wait, wait. error. How many math okay. errors are you making on our show? I'm just telling you, 64 <laughs> Is two to the fifth power. Okay, let's keep going. All right, I feel much so better. I feel much better. <sighs> okay, all right, Gabe. Sixty-seven is a large, large number it of is, episodes. It when is, do we stop? But I, we're never stopping. It's gonna go. We're gonna go to hundreds and hundreds, and it'll be. <sighs> haven't amazing. they had enough? <laughs> no, there's no. Haven't one. they? Haven't the audience suffered enough? We are just getting warmed up, is what I can tell you. That's what I can uh, say for you. Now, what what I can tell you that's even more exciting is yes. something happened in 1956. Something happened in 1956. Uh, oh, geez. But, <laughs> See, this is what you're messing with my head Forget again. Head. Is this, this, is just is this cameras in focus? This is cameras. Here's the, the issue, okay? <laughs> There's such a long list of bizarre. You know how we always, Jeff yeah. and I will be up late watching, you know, eBay <laughs> just by accident. Yes. And yes. we'll be sending us you know, stuff back and forth. And you yes. will sometimes send me a camera I've never heard of, which fascinates yes. me. Yeah. And so there are cameras I have never heard of on this list from 1956. Wow. There's so many, but I just, there's a few that I was going, what in the world is going on? And some that you may know well. So uh, Ooh, that's what I can tell you. Okay. But in 1956, it was uh, yes. a great year. Yes. Canon released... Can the Canon yes. VT. Oh, we love the VT. I know. We've, have you ever used a Canon VT? Yes, I have borrowed one, one, but I, I don't know it well. Uh, they are so cool with the trigger wind on the bottom. Right. Beautiful rangefinder camera. The Canon P, which I love, is a vastly simplified version of the Canon VT. They are great. And they're I love solid. It. it felt really solid when I, when I had mine, so... Yeah, uh, I completely agree. I think people underrate these a little bit. They're they're kind of a bargain, in my opinion. Like, if you were too strapped to get a Leica M3, a Canon rangefinder of this era is phenomenal. Totally makes sense. The VT is the top of the VT, and the VT Deluxe are the top of the line. They I love really it. they really cool. I love it. I really okay. Like the other one is one that I'm not sure. I have used a version of, but I have not used the other version. You know, so the Pentacon FB... Uh, oh, okay. The Pentacon all, FB also, with a B. Yes. Also, the Contax FB. How about okay. that? All okay. All right. All right. And, They're the same camera. M in other words, M forty two camera. You know, it's, it's right. Look it up because it's a very sort of simple but cool camera of that era. Huh? Tell me what you think. Yeah. Of. Oh, attractive is what Isn't I say. Cool? Yeah, it's a cool design. How about so, that. Now you know I have a Pentacon FM, and I am uh, I am dismayed to report that I have not actually shot with it yet. It is idling on a shelf in Los Angeles. You need to. You that need is to shoot one it. handsome camera yeah. with that beautiful kind of uh, floral um, <laughs> window. <laughs> that almost kind of what is it like a clover leaf yeah, window? It's fancy for the um, uh, for the frame counter. Yeah. Uh, that is kind of groovy. We call okay, that a fancy, I'm loving fancy it. Band's I'm camera. loving it. Now, by the way, still avoiding the word interesting. Yes, Keep thank going. you. That's very, yes. very well done. Yes. Um, here's a camera that I love because I, you know, the Mamiya C3. This is not Mamiya C330 came later, but the Mamiya, Mamiya C330 is a camera that yes. I love. And if it wasn't so heavy, I would use it just yeah, as much big. as the Roloflex. And I, but I love the camera so. In 1956, they started that whole C thing. So it was the Mamiya yes. Flex, which is a be another beautiful camera. They're just a little heavy. And okay. I think the Mamiya Flex Automat B2, 6x6 oh. TLR. And okay. uh, it's beautiful. I mean, that's another... Mamiya Flex Automat B2. Look so that this up. is you not as large as the C series? No, it not doesn't. It, no, it is sort of in the C series, like the beginning of the C series. 
but it um, wow, it's a oh very handsome. It's a very looks cool like a Rolleiflex. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. And I wow. but I do love the Mimia C series cameras. The issue is that it's so heavy that when you and but I also love it because you can have inter, you have interchangeable lenses. And they're really yeah. super cool, so I love that. Does this one have interchangeable lenses? I don't know if the. This, I, I don't, don't think, think so. I think does. it has the fixed, seventy-five millimeter. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the fixed seventy-five millimeter. <laughs> the Film Photography Project review of this says it's a direct ancestor of the imposing C220 and downright threatening C330. <laughs> I love it. That's really God. Good. How cool. Okay, here, that is here we go into the okay. world of. Let's see if Jeff knows this. Ready? Oh, okay. Yes. The Beauty 35 Super. Yeah, I've heard about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard about this. And I feel like because I feel like somebody on a Facebook group uh, recently posted about this thing. Um, and that is the only way I've heard of By it. By Toyota. Of course, a camera named Beauty. Yep. Of course, I was going to be interested. Of course. Handsome little rangefinder camera, yeah. right? It's a cool little camera. It uh, has that 45 millimeter 2.8. Lens and it's by that company, Tayodo. Yes. And do you think that it is nice when you are taking a picture for someone to be standing? Oh, sorry. For someone to be staring at the word beauty. <laughs> I think it's okay. the best thing ever. I want to tell you a really amusing story. And I swear to God, this is true. Let's hear. When Pablo Larraín mm-hmm. was making the Jackie Kennedy movie with uh, Natalie Portman, okay? Yes. Are you with me I'm so with far? I'm with you so far. Uh, um, I want to make sure that I have not gotten any of this wrong. Yes. Okay. Um, he made the Jackie Kennedy movie, okay. okay? Got it. Starring Natalie Portman. Right. He believed that Jackie's love of beauty was so central to her character that he instructed the adult and he instructed the actress Natalie Portman before every scene to say the words I love beauty. <laughs> uh-huh. I promise I promise this is true. <laughs> so good. But can you imagine it, I get it. it's that's crazy beans but I actually when you say that I'm going why isn't every camera just say you are gorgeous. You are yes. beautiful. <laughs> you are handsome. This is the Canon you are handsome. This is the Nikon. Yes. You are hot stuff. Yeah, that's right. I think it it's should. a great it idea. Say, oh, yes. my gosh. It, yeah. Who wouldn't? Great you idea. You know when you go up to people and they don't want to take your picture? And you hold up that yeah. camera, they're going, oh, hmm. what do you think of that? I think it's why the Mickey Mouse camera is such a successful <laughs> idea. Right? I think How it's can good. you not smile? I think it's yeah, good. Yeah, okay. All right. There you go. You ready? I love beauty. I'm going to link to that story because I love it. Okay, okay onward. The buyer. What? Precisa 2A. Okay, B-E-I-E-R, help me out. B e i e r, p r e c i s a, two a, two a. I want you to look Buyer at this camera. I want you to look a. at this camera. Never heard. Never of. heard of it either. Okay, let's see what we got here. Ooh, everyone has to look this have, up. What have we here? Oh, there's a couple for sale. By the way, if yeah. you fall in love with this thing, um, the Buyer Precisa, very handsome. Again, everything reminds me now of the. Uh, Perqueo, <laughs> perqueo. Isn't it cool though? Okay, it's very attractive. Nice folder. Yeah. Six by four and a half. No, six by six. Yeah. Six by six folder. Very attractive. I like it. Um. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Yes. The Photovit. Wow. P H O T A V I T. Thirty sixth. Look that one up. <laughs> Wait a second. Photovit? What? 36? Yeah. Oh, you were just trying to play stump. I'm the, so excited the... about this whole thing because it's just, wow. I, I love finding cameras I've never heard of because these are cameras we would just pass up wow. at a camera show. We would go, oh, you I've never heard of that. absolutely would. Yeah. The Bolta Photovit. Interchangeable wow. lenses. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. Pretty cool, huh? Again, okay, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a 35-millimeter interchangeable lens rangefinder from West Germany, Yep. I and, guess. and the big deal about this camera when it came out in 1956, the, the, um, they only made it for two years, but the yes. big deal about this camera is that it used conventional 35-millimeter canisters yeah. because prior to that, they used their proprietary Bolta film yes. 35 millimeter canisters. Look at how many lenses. I know. I know. And a collection would be nothing. 
that the it, there are 15 different lenses available for this camera. It says on this uh, camera wiki that it also was compatible with lenses for the Braun Paxette or the King Regula 3D. Oh wow! Amazing. Yeah, that's fascinating. Okay, I like it. Okay, now Gee we're getting whiz. into the territory of cameras that now I'm looking for because and <laughs> okay. here's here's another problem I go through, and which I'm sure you do too. I see a camera that's absolutely beautiful. Yes. And I can't believe it doesn't take amazing pictures. Like when you showed me <laughs> your set of those colorful, beautiful little cameras. Oh, yes. And I said, the <gasps> Canon, uh, yeah, the Canon Demi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, this must take the best picture. And you go, they're awful. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're going, they're just fine. Okay. You ready? I, I was actually just speaking of, well, this is, you know, I was saying the Kodak Bantam special, right. the most beautiful camera ever made. Yeah. Mediocre photo, photos. Oh, makes, okay. Let's hear it. Here it I'm is. I'm excited. Here's the one that I'm yeah. excited about. Yes. The Duplex Super 120. Okay, well, I've never heard never of it. Never heard of it, right? Never heard of this. I love this. Duplex Super 120. You won't hear about this on Camerosity. Oh, no, you won't. Okay. Because they won't mention okay, us. Okay, let's see. <laughs> no, they, they will not dare to mention us. This is a stereo camera. Yep. But look at it. Look, it's so cool. It is beautiful. Boy, it really looks like a, a prop from a movie, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and look where it was made. It was made in Milan. Uh, oh, an Italian camera. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, they're expensive, guy. Yeah. They're very expensive. <laughs> they Gee are. whiz. They are Don't expensive. fall in love with this thing. It's a 120 stereo camera. Yeah. Wow. Damn cool. Okay, don't think I'm what? stopping there. I've got a few more, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the ones I, that are really weird. Flexora okay. 3. Flexora? Yeah. F-L-E-X-O-R-A 3. 1956 TLR made by... Lipka. <laughs> I'm telling you, if this were just a random assortment of syllables, I would believe you. The Flexora 3, yeah. made by Lipka. Yeah. Dude is correct. Such a thing does exist. Is that crazy? Flexora 3. Lovely Come typography. On, follow along at home. I want everyone Lovely. at home to follow along. Oh, my God. Very beautiful typography. I got to tell See? you. You know, I, I always respond like that. to that. Flexora. Okay. And then we get All to, right. like, the usual. Okay, so you got the Kodak... Uh, 40 you know that you know the the what the kodak signet 40 oh signet 40 okay and then right. you've got the original leica mp of 1956 oh the rare and coveted leica mp let me tell you something can we just talk yes. about this for a second yes when i first got into leicas and i saw this yes. camera and i saw that like of it rapid winder i was just like i have to have this thing like this is the crazy i know thing. i understand and then when i saw how much they were i was like i really do not have to have this thing but it was so yeah. cool looking i hear you they are so cool looking and you know obviously leica has reissued the mp uh which was basically an m6 ttl in a different housing and don't at me um Yes, it is damn cool. I it's understand. Cool. I mean, I just anyway. It is. That's yeah. that's my uh, uh, partial list because I encourage everyone to go look this up because it's it's wow. crazy. It's okay. Really well, that yeah. is a remarkable rundown. I I realized it's called the year in focus. Do you prefer cameras in focus or the year in focus? What, it's think, your segment. What do you want to call it? I think we call it cameras in focus. Cameras in Focus 1956. What a list. Guys, did we neglect any of your favorite cameras of I'm 1956? Sure. Shout at us and find yourselves at the bottom of a prodigious mailbag. Okay. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. There you go. Wow. Okay, well, speaking of uh, the mailbags, <laughs> boy, is it big. We're going to try and smash our way through it a little later in today's broadcast, but we have a couple of news items to catch you up on yes gabe are you ready i'm ready <sighs> okay i accidentally bought another <laughs> camera what <laughs> accidentally what bought a about? camera okay uh -huh. how much have we talked about the eos uh, rebel 2000 in recent uh episodes i, 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 love, I love the camera and the problem is that it's so good and it's yeah. so simple to use that it feels like you're cheating i'm telling you it does you. feel like you're cheating it does um, yes, I was out uh, with mine recently, and it is such a piece of crap. I actually was faintly embarrassed, and I'll tell you this story in a second, okay? Yeah. But before I get to the, my faint embarrassment, I will tell you that 
I believe I mentioned in a previous episode that there is a Japan-only variant of the Rebel 2000 of the Rebel series, okay? It is, to be incredibly specific, it is the EOS new KISS panorama, okay? This is a Japan-only version that is also known as the Rebel G right. and also known as the Rebel 500N. I don't want to tell you how much research I had to do to piece this together because you will get a lot of incorrect info right. about this camera if you do some Googling. This is the correct info, okay? It is slightly earlier than this machine, but the basically it is the same idea. It has all these modes Beautiful. on the dial, Love it. right? It's uh, made of plastic, feels like garbage, and nobody wants uh, to. You ha nobody wants them. Yes. Okay. I found one from a seller in New Jersey, just across the river here, and um, I put in a lowball offer. And when I say lowball. <laughs> I am talking about $14.50. No way. First of all, can we just back up just a second? Yes. How, like, how does your research, give me the path you went on. So you, you got that camera because you bullied you into it. And then, yes. and then why do you go research another version of it? Or did you just come across it? I was seduced <laughs> by the panorama switch on the back, which you know I will not use That's because true. cameras that switch to a panorama mode are stupid. The full-time panoramic Minolta P's is a godsend, right. but cameras with masking are dumb, okay? But I saw it, and I was like, you know what? Eh, oh. I have a little auction sniping software, <laughs> uh, and I thought, you know what? I'll put in a bid at... 17 bucks see what happens. shipping will be nothing right and maybe i'll give it as a gift i got it for 14.50 i love it you know what else costs 14 dollars and 50 cents your toothpaste yes also <laughs> that costs yeah uh, it's a roll of film portrait 400 a Very roll of portrait 400 right. will cost you 14.50 right. but i got a full board camera and you know what works perfectly immaculate condition okay so you Nobody used it already you want used some. it yeah Oh my Here's gosh. what I did. Oh my gosh. Here's what I did. My brother Steven, right. the one we talk about a little less on the podcast, yes. my math brother who was going to kill me Super for this smart. running gag. Yeah. Yes. He's going to kill me because this running gag about the number 64, I'm sure he cut he opens another vein right. every time I do this bit, exactly. okay? I know what 64 is, okay? Anyway, he was coming over to watch the Super Bowl. I had just bought this thing. I put a pair of CR123A batteries in it and I gave it to him. He loves it. So good. As a matter of fact, if you go to I Dream of Cameras, you will see he draped it around the neck of a snowman in Central Park. Oh, I reposted yesterday. that on my story today. It was so yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, these things are garbage gold. <laughs> I am telling you. This all started with Trev Lee, by the oh, way. Yes. It all Thank started you, with Trev Lee telling us yep. about the EOS Rebel 2000. But these plastic-bodied crap cameras are... If you're just, I mean, I was out in a raging snowstorm yeah. in New York. Yeah. Would I have brought my X-Pan? Not a chance. Yeah. But this garbage, this thing, I mean, you could buy 10 of these. This is what for I'm the cost saying. of a K-1000. Yeah, you buy a K-1000, it breaks, and forget it. You buy one of these, and you drop done. it, you leave yes. it in a cab, oh, I'll get another one. $14. Yeah. Exactly. It's. I think it is a good, if not your starter. Right. Okay? It's a great extra camera. Totally agree. And I am... Completely enjoying it. I was out in the snow. Who cares? Exactly. Okay. Anyway, I love it. That's the first thing I wanted to say. $14.50. Well done. Okay. Yes. At the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Please don't say this happened. Okay. I haven't bought anything. Okay. Yeah. Didn't buy anything. Because I've been talking you out of this. People listen to this. Listen what he's <sighs> contemplating and the reason why. Go ahead. Let him have it. Okay. <laughs> Guys, you know I love the X-Pan. Okay? <laughs> Guys, you know there are three lenses for the X-Pan. Yep. Three. Okay? There's the stock 45. Beautiful. Masterpiece. Beautiful. If it were bolted to the camera all the time, you'd love it. And you'd live with it. Okay? This is the best thing ever. Absolutely love it. Absolutely gorgeous. Amazing. There is the 90 millimeter. Not too expensive. Telephoto, very good for portraits. Kind of wished I had had it in St. Bart's, by the way, Interesting. for portraits. 
Kind of wished I had it. You know what I didn't wish I had? The third lens in the series, Mm -hmm. okay? The rare, the coveted, the hyper-expensive 30 millimeter. Can I tell you a few things about the 30? Yes, please do. Has this grown tedious yet? No. Has it? Has it? No? No? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Unlike the other lenses, it's an f5.6. Unlike the other lenses, it really requires a center filter because it vignettes rather noticeably. So call it an f8, okay? Unlike the other lenses, (laughs) it has an external finder, okay? So you can't, I mean, look, you could ignore the external finder, but you're not going to get accurate framing when you look through the rangefinder of your X-Band. And most of all, unlike the other lenses, it is baseline $4,000. Yeah, and it, okay, first of all, when I hear external finder, all I hear is losing it. That's something exactly. that I will do in two seconds. I will exactly. lose that in two seconds, and yeah. that will be the end of it. I know, I know. And yet, you know... We say this is a podcast about cameras and camera collecting. The collecting impulse. But what makes do you but feel. for shooting? What could you get with that lens that you can't get with your forty-five? Uh, yes. What <laughs> do I need it for? Right. What do I need it for? What do I need it for? Well, if I'm wide and I want to go wider, that's when I would need a thirty. Okay. There's no way okay, you need to go wider. There's no way. No, no I know. Yeah. I know this. No, don't need it. Yet, one showed up in the inventory of B&H Photo, yes. which is a cool eight blocks from where I sit right and now. And we love them, yes. And we love them. <sighs> I walked over to have a look at it, which was smart. I walked over. I brought my X-Pan body. I spoke to a very nice gentleman there who, it turns out, <laughs> used to live in Studio City. And, and, prob- and it appears went to the same elementary school as my son. They are contemporaries. That is incidental to this discussion. Right. I mounted the lens. I framed with the lens. I played with the external finder, which is quite cunning, by the way. It has a bubble level in the finder. Right. It's beautiful. It's bubble level. Cool. Eight cents. Go on. I walked away. So proud of you. Because what also happened was I had a conversation with my girlfriend about this, about the kinds of shooting I've been doing with this camera. And the fact is, I am not, I know it says in my bio, guys, plants and buildings, but (laughs) for the last year, plants, buildings, and girlfriend. Right. There's been more portrait shooting and more experimentation with maybe some human bodies in the frame. Right. I don't need the 30. You do not. I really don't. Particularly a 30 millimeter F11, <laughs> which it needs an external finder and costs $4,000. So I would never take it to a beach. Right. Are you kidding right. me? So here's the I walked away. Here's, here's, here's a little uh, side discussion. So yes, he, here's here's what's fascinating. It's like your girlfriend, Paulina Parskova. Paulina <laughs> yes. can say she can give sort of... Um, advice about photography and it's like my ears perk up because it's like oh my gosh she has more experience than anyone but it's interesting because i remember she said something to you about getting a low angle you know in fashion like sort of when you were away when you guys were away and it's like this is stuff that's very familiar with her and why i'm so excited to have her on the podcast um is because there's so many things like that that i think people can learn from her that they just sort of go, oh, I never thought of that. Because it's coming from another point of view, It's got, which it is, is really coming, interesting from the model's point of exactly. view. Exactly. It is really interesting. I mean, well, uh, I, what Gabe is alluding to is I was always told when taking portraits of people that you want to be a little high on them. Right. That you want to be a little high on them because that way they don't have a double chin and it makes their face look long. Well, you know what? If you're taking a full body shot of someone, you don't want to do that at all. You want to be low on them. Yeah. It makes them look more statuesque and monumental. Yep. This is what I learned while shooting portraits of my girlfriend in St. Bart's. So it's been a learning experience. Right. And, and I really thought about it. It is horses for courses, as they say in Great Britain. <laughs> I don't need a 30 no. for what I'm no, shooting. Let's, let's and it occurred to me, it did help to look through the finder because I thought, if I want that super wide, I will break out my wide lux. Right. Right. How about that? Totally. 
So you're done. Didn't do you it. figured it out. And if you break the wide locks, you can get another one for a third of that price. I know. There you go. I know. Absolutely true. All right, Gabe. You said you had a lens thing you <sighs> wanted to talk about. I'm so, okay. First of all, I had, oh, I, had wow. I had a lovely, uh, I had a lo- lovely few shoots. Let me tell you about this. Yes, let's hear so, it. When you have friends that are models and actors, occasionally you feel like you can ask them, hey, do you want to come out in the pouring torrential rains of Los Angeles? (laughs) And I called my friend Claire Hinckley, who I've known forever. And I said, Claire, it's going to pour tomorrow. Like, it's going to be the crazy. She was like, definitely, let's do it. She was amazing. So. Claire Hinckley, I can't thank you enough. Anyway, so we go out, and I forget how how rainy it is. So we're, you know, I'm doing everything in the car, and I'm trying to get the camera. So I shot the the Hasselblad 501 CM, the Rolleiflex yeah. uh, yeah. 2.82, uh, the M6, okay. and the Nikon FM3A. It was all film. I shot Boy. no digital at all. This is the first time oh, I've done that in a long time. Okay. And so, um, I, I so I said, Claire, let's time this right. Okay, it's pouring rain. We're in West Hollywood. Just run out in the middle of the sidewalk. She's in a dress, and I'll just shoot away as fast as we can. So, she runs out. I run out. Aim the thing. Take the dark slide out, and it locks up. Jams. Oh my Camera God. jams. Oh. Bad back. Oh. <laughs> Put it in. We run back to the car. <laughs> it's like we're soaked for no reason. So I have yeah. I have another two backs. Okay, that these backs all have to be serviced. I put the other back on. We run out again. We do it anyway. It that all worked out. Then I put the Rolleiflex on. I just kept switching cameras. It was so much fun. We drove around a little. We shot and shot and shot. And I was so happy. And I posted those. There's there's some of her in yeah. my car in the pouring rain. Like she's sticking her head out. Those are the ones that I posted so far. <laughs> Amazing. But that was that was so fun. Okay, so that was that. Then I uh, Kylie Silkman, who's a who's a great model. Um, yeah. And she's with my friend Supermodel Management. She yeah. uh, she wanted to go shoot. I was so happy. Uh, we go out and she said, hey, do you think you could shoot some shots on my sister, Danica, who is an amazing singer? I'm telling you. Wow. Okay. Like, you, you have to look her up. Danica Silkman on Spotify. I think she's 15. Like, she's wow. an unbelievable singer. And this is uh, Kylie's little sister. So we go out to a park way up in the Malibu Hills, which doesn't look like you're in Los Angeles anymore. Yeah. And and we're shooting and we're doing a lot of stuff on the Canon R5. So a lot of, you know, digital stuff like that. But I ordered an M44, M42 lens for my uh, XO1B, which I have not shot I with heard. yet. Yes. But I had that yes. lens. Okay. And when I bought the lens, the guy included a Leica M mount. How crazy is that? The adapter. Phenomenal. Yeah. So so I, I took my M10 and I said to Kylie... I said ahead of time, thanks for your patience, but I'm going to try a new lens on you. You're the first person. You're the guinea pig. I, I'm i telling you, it's the Russian-made Helios 44-4. Okay? I, yeah. I have to tell you that it is as sharp as any Leica lens that I have. What? This thing was $100. What? It was actually $99. It's the 58-2. It is... I'm telling you, I was so blown away. It has its own look, is sharp. I kept looking and they kept going. <laughs> I kept looking down at the camera and see. I said, I can't believe how sharp this lens is. So I shot a bunch wow. of shots with, um, I shot get their sisters, Kylie and Danica. And then I shot some yeah. of Danica and shot a bunch of Kylie. And it was just awesome because they're so great. And they had a blast. So it was very, very fun to shoot with them. And in a great setting and just used all the stuff. And then I did shoot some uh, some Leica M6 rolls uh, with them as well. So got got all of that stuff out wow. of my system. So, But I'm telling you, this lens was shocking. And then I went, it must be just what I'm looking at in the screen. This this M42 yeah. lens can't be that sharp. It's it's that sharp. I am it's that excited. Strong. Uh, it's so great that I, I'm 
urging you to get one and you will see now damn now i also know i'm not sure if the word crapshoot's a good idea but there there are different versions and i got very lucky with this lens i was so excited with it and that i called all my friends so anyway Amazing. There you go. What a tip. Do you hear that, guys? You got to do it. That is a tip right. from a pro. I love this. So I excited. can't wait. Yep. What a Very cool thing. Fun. Where did you hear about this lens? I started looking at portraits. You know, a lot of times I will go on every site and look at film portraits, like start very generic. And then I'll just see what cameras I have and see what people are getting. And, and I just saw the results of this lens and I could not believe it. I was so blown away. So that's where that came up. It was just doing research and looking wow. at people's, you know, looking all over. I mean, you just put it in Google and then you start narrowing and narrowing, narrowing. And then when that lens came up, I was just going, wow, because, you know, I always think of, you know, you have this sort of built in snobbery with the Leica lenses. Yeah, of and, course. And uh, it's pretty, it, I love my Leica lenses, but boy, this one I'm going to use all the time. Like I will use this I'm lens excited. all the time. Yeah. M42. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All M42 right. Well, I had to buy yeah. something. Yeah. I had to buy something this week. I had to because I didn't buy a $4,000 lens. Right. So guess what I bought? What did you buy? Uh, you bought reading material. <laughs> okay. Camera collecting. We have talked about books. Uh, we've talked about Ivor Matanli's books on this show. Yes. I don't think we've ever talked about this guy who was still in action, by the way. You're kidding. This is Jason Schneider. Yes. Jason Schneider wrote for, I don't know what, magazines, uh, Modern Photography in the 1970s. Wow. Did a column about camera collecting. When camera collecting was in its infancy, guys. Totally. He published three volumes of Jason, Jason, I don't know why I can't say this. Jason Schneider on camera collecting, volume one, volume two, volume three. Wow. This is volume two, which I found at the Strand Bookstore for a cool 26 bucks. Nice. They often go for a little more than that. I just want to tell you guys, this is like I Dream of Cameras in book form. Oh, wow. I mean, until we do our own. He is chatty, he is witty, and he is smart, Okay. I really urge you to look into these books. I will link to all three of them. They're not that expensive. They're very readable. And look what's on the cover of this. Do you see what's on the cover of it? Uh, so many of our favorites. So, and that beautiful one, that one right in the front. Look at it. There it is. Yep. Bantam Special. Oh, beautiful. What Bantam else do we special. have on here? We have a counterfl we have a con look at that. Beautiful. We got Bullseye. a we got a metal we got a medalist. Yeah. We got a Roloflex. All the things we like to talk about. Even a Nikon. Look at that beautiful. Nikon rangefinder. Beautiful. The books are great. They're terrific. There's, I mean, look, I just opened at random. Look at this. Nice. I mean, uh, anyway, and he's still at it, guys. Jason Schneider is still plugging away, posting on Rangefinder Forum. If you Google Jason Schneider camera collecting, he's got a blog, which so he abandoned cool. in 2020, but whatever. He's still plugging away. So I want to recommend these books. They are great. I have one other useful recommendation, which is free. Oh, tell me. Gabe, you know how AI is going to take all our jobs and kill the entertainment yes. industry? Well, I'm going to recommend an AI tool to you. <laughs> Perfect. I don't use the chat GPT. Right. I don't use I don't the, the DAL-E or the mid-journey. I don't use any of those things. But I did read about a, an AI engine called Perplexity. Have you ever used no. this? Perplexity.ai is a website with plain English queries. And let me tell you what I found it useful for. Camera comparisons. Anyone can Google Canon EOS Rebel 2000. But if you want to know the difference between a camera e Canon EOS Rebel 2000 and a Canon EOS Rebel G, that's actually very hard to suss yeah, out. Yeah, totally. If you input into perplexity.ai, what are the differences between these two cameras? Which is better? Wow. It will give you a narrative that is footnoted. That's what I like best about it. It doesn't pretend it knows everything like ChatGPT. Every sentence ends with a footnote that links to a web page that explains where it got that information. Wow. Perplexity.ai. That's a good Worth one. Worth checking out. 
Use it for camera comparisons. I've been using it and it's fun. One other little tip. You know, there's this thing called Discord. Yes. Now, I'm not talking about the Discord in the YouTube comments in under our 50th episode about Vivian Meyer. I am talking about Discord, <laughs> the chat server. There is an, did you know there's an IDOC podcast channel under Sunny 16? No. That our friend Rachel set up. Oh, we love her. Well, I checked in there the other day and I said, greetings from the tax fraud felon. And I was immediately deluged with well-wishers by the millions of listeners (laughs) that hang out there. I love it. So I will just say this to you guys. I will try to check in there. Okay. It's IDOC podcast. Okay. Hyphenated. Under Sunny 16 on Discord, we will link to all these things in our yes, show notes. But that's exciting. For those of you who don't want to wait till we get to the bottom of the prodigious mailbag, here's a quick way to, to get questions answered fast. <laughs> Gabe, any other thoughts well, before we take a voyage well, to the bottom? Well, yes, let me, let me tell you this. So there, there's another thing. I, I know you know that I've had this issue, but I figured it out. So yes. I have an M6TTO. Okay. Okay. And I have, again, for the same amount, 25 years. I think it's about 25 years. I, I'm pretty sure it's around then because uh, I got it after Freaks and Geeks, somewhere like that. Anyway, yes. so I, um, I have it. I've used it a bunch, used it in New York. And then I think it was either Dave Tata or um, Brandon Stedman. I'm not sure. Someone said, oh, I, I said, I'm thinking of selling this. And they said, oh, you have that thing on the side. You have the thing missing on the side. And I'm like going, what? I have no idea what they're talking about. I, I, I What's just, missing? And I look at it. There's this like strap guard thing on the left oh, side. Oh, I know. It's We've a, talked yeah, about this. It's a common yes. problem. It breaks oh. off and then creates a light leak, which I didn't know. Okay. Oh, I wow. was very lucky. I showed it to our lovely, amazing camera, camera repair, guy, repair guy. And he said... I don't have that part. It's a hard part to find and it's totally fixable. But he said, I'm lucky because mine broke off and left the pegs in. So there's no chance of a light leak. And I've used it since and there was no big deal. Yeah. Anyway, I finally just said, I'm going to, because I thought it was going to be insane to get fixed. Um, And I contacted Don Goldberg, Dad Camera Repair. Smart. We love that guy. And I said, okay, Don, here's the problem. He goes, he goes, it's not an issue at all. It's totally doable. He has the part. He's going to fix it. So I shipped that up to him. I should get that, you know, in a week or so. And he's going to fix that, which I'm, you know, insanely oh, excited about. Great. And then uh, the only other things I want to talk about is I, I you know, brief things. I, I hung out with, uh, you know, Dave Tata, of course, which we sit and yes. talk cameras all the time. And Caleb from Bad Flashes. Who we um, love. We went to one of our favorite places, Home State in the Valley, um, yes. and got caught up and talked cameras. And, you know, he's in visual effects and he does a lot of things sure. that we do. Um, and then uh, and then Chris Chu chatted with him a bit. And uh, Sissy Lou should be back uh, oh, very soon from China. Great. And uh, she shot so much film, I can't even describe it because... I've seen the roles, just the actual, she's posted things about the roles. So anyway, it was, it was a lovely photographic few weeks. Wonderful. God, that sounds great. There you go. Uh, you know what was today that we didn't go to was the camera show. You did not go yes, today, huh? Yes, but this is what I wanted to tell you because I forgot yes. and you just reminded me. So great. Dave went to the camera show. I was unable to get to the camera show. Dave went to the camera show and said it was great. Mm, nice. And so uh, he was looking at some things and we were chatting about them and going back and forth. You know, he gave me a call to check something he was going to buy. And um, but yes, people so have to keep going to this camera show. It's very important. All right. Well, I'm going to be in L.A. in March yes. and April and maybe even into May. So the next one up, we will go to together. Perfect. So Can't look wait. for us and demand stickers. Yes, we will have stickers with us. Amazing. All right, good. I'm glad to hear it's thriving. We need this. All right. Gabe, my God. All right, we're 40 minutes in. I guess it's time for a short mailbag. Oh, my (laughs) God. All right, well, gang, the mailbag is running 41 deep. It is time to take a journey into the prodigious... 
mail bag. Oof. Okay. <laughs> we'll dive in. I, 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 any guidance, Gabe, on how to do this, or should I just keep y- yes, going? Yes, as short in as possible. Date order. Are there, or are we going to have nine hundred? One sentence yeah. apiece. There you go. One sentence apiece. That's what we're going to do. We love you guys. Here we go. I'm so excited to report that email number one comes from Martin McPherson. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you're still listening, I'm going to choose one sentence. Okay. He's talking about his new Pentacon FM, which is a camera I have, as I said. He said... I've been shooting with it for a few weeks now and have been maybe not disappointed, but sorely underwhelmed. Interesting. He says, have you ever been excited to get something fully working again and have been unhappy with the results? Has this ever happened to you? That's the question from Martin. Yes. I think that I have... um I'm, I'm trying to think of the exact camera. I'm pretty... Oh, I know what it was. Okay, ready? It was a yes. 2.8F. It was a Rolleiflex, really expensive Rolleiflex that I traded for something. Yes. Okay? And I was so excited to get it fixed, and the pictures were just fine. Um, they weren't as good as the 2.82, and the 2.8F, is, everyone wants that one. So I understand that feeling, and uh, I get it. Yeah, Okay. All right. Uh, has it happened to me? It has, but I'm not going to tell you. No. <laughs> because we <laughs> got to keep going. That's the show we're at. Okay, go on. Okay. All right. Next email comes from Ethan Greenwood, a new correspondent from Fort Worth, Texas. His Instagram is shutter underscore echoes. Right. Okay. I'm going to read two sentences because I like this first one. Are you ready? Yes. First of all, he says, I know you don't like praise, so I will just say I'm indifferent about the I Do of Cameras podcast. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love these people. He wanted to talk about his Minolta A2 rangefinder. He sent a picture of said camera, which is quite gorgeous, really gorgeous. It has that beautiful old super lowercase squashed Minolta logo on it. Do you know this camera, Gabe? I don't. Minolta A Minolta A dash two. I don't know it. Do you know it? Not at all. He said it's got a forty five millimeter F two bright viewfinder patch. Incredibly cool. Ethan, I want you to write back and tell us how you got on with this thing because it is very, very handsome. No, we do not know it. Thank you for writing in Ethan. Another new correspondent, I think, is our next correspondent, Judy. Sorry. I am so sorry I said Judy. Jody Curcillo. Curcillo? C-U-R-C-I-L-L-O. Jody asked. He said, I shoot film 90% of the time. I have an M10 for digital, but sometimes you need quick autofocus. What's your full frame digital of choice? That's not a question for me. It's a question for you. Repeat that question. I'm, 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 I'm... This is what he says. I, uh, I shoot film 90% of the time. Now, the subject line is digital, so I assume he's asking about a digital camera. Right. He says, I have an M10 for digital, but sometimes you need quick autofocus. What is your full-frame, I guess, digital camera of choice? Okay, I'm going to give you all price ranges, okay? Okay, my number go. one. I love it. My number one yes. is the Canon R5. It, it, it just renders beautifully. It is fast focus. It follows the eyes. It's amazing. It's so advanced that someone can be running in front of me, looking at me, and it just follows their eyes. It's crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, I've heard you talk I, about I love this. that camera. That's the fastest, okay? Then for full frame, other sort of cool looks, I think the Nikon, it's an old, these are older cameras. Nikon D700. Yes. The Canon 5D Mark II. These are beautiful yes. cameras, mm. and they're at a steal right now. So, okay, I, I love those two cameras. I'm very, very excited. So, th- so in the digital world, and I understand the fast focus thing. It would be uh, any of the Canon 5Ds, and any Nikon. You know, leading up to you know after the D700 is an old camera. So, um, 
you'll be fine. But the 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 quickness in you know not the quickest focus the Nikon, but um, but anything in the R five range. If you are wanting to, if you have old Canon EF lenses and you want to get an adapter, it's a spectacular camera. I absolutely love nice. it. And and you know that's that's my favorite. Wonderful. Thank you for that email. Jody. Okay, uh, Stephen Shable <laughs> sent us a haiku. Are you ready? Interesting. I'm going to read the whole thing. Here is the haiku. While out for... It is a hike haiku. Oh. Hike haiku. Are you ready? While out for a hike, shot a picture of a rock. Peas is the bee's knees. And then he sent a picture that he took with his Minolta <laughs> peas. It is gorgeous. That's awesome. Stephen, I love it. Thank you for writing. That's a crisp email if there ever was one okay here's the thing okay our friend gal mendel who is not a gal by the way gal is a guy yes sent two emails in a row on december 31st and january 2nd and they are wonderful but they are long (laughs) they are long and they are wonderful right okay so i'm just gonna say this i'm gonna read the subject lines of both of them great the first one was Digital killed the analog stars? I think not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. God, this is such a good email. Gal, I just want you to know, I read over your email. I enjoyed your photos. You're an amazing guy. And I really, (laughs) I'm really hoping you're a guy. Otherwise, I've completely embarrassed myself. Um, But uh, he wrote two amazing emails. The second one was entitled, How Was That Shot Taken? Okay. And he said that it was an interesting question for him to look at an old photograph and ask himself how a shot was taken, okay? Anyway, these are beautiful emails, and unfortunately, your deathless prose <laughs> is known only to Gabe and me. Yes. We are going to keep going, but thank you, Gal. We love you. Would you be surprised to learn that the next wait, two emails— Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Hold on. Uh, is there an A in it? Is there an A in the name? It starts with an A, a. That is correct. Is the last okay. name P? There's a P in. Yes, it. that's correct. Yes, okay. that's right. Andrea Parkinson writes. No, <laughs> it's our friend Alan Perez. Wait, first of, first all, of all, first of all, we're three thousand yes. miles away, so just be impressed that I guessed that. It was incredibly good. <laughs> really, really good. His first email was a link to a Washington Post article about two of the most senior photographers on the Post staff retiring and putting down their cameras oh, wow. after a combined 203,000 images. That's amazing. Which Alan points out is the equivalent of 5,639 rolls of 35 millimeter film. Excellent. Then he said... <laughs> His second email is called Fight Me, and I am going to read this because it's an interesting question. He says, Fight Me, though I think you will agree. He said, I recently saw a comment to a photo made in an analog camera. To paraphrase, this is a great photo. It looks digital, something that pros try to achieve, to which I responded, I know of no analog photographers trying to make their photos look digital, but I know lots of digital shooters trying to make digital look like film. Would you agree? With Alan. I don't know. That's what I'm going to say. I don't know if I'm going to agree with Alan. Let's throw it to the teeming masses. Yes. Do you agree? We Do you want to fight Alan on this? No. no. All right. <laughs> I'll just be frustrated. Our next email comes from Tamara Watson, one of our legions of female listeners. It's actually embarrassing how much LL Cool J. Ladies love Cool Jeff. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. That's so bad. Tamara Watson says when she's not test driving Lord cameras, her daily shooter is a Fujifilm EX2. Her question is, if you could build your dream camera with no consideration for the laws of reality, science, or engineering, what features would you like said camera to possess? How about that? That's a very good question. Wow. What do you think? Okay. I would love a uh, a Rolleiflex. Oh. Okay. With the quality, with the uh, sort of like a Visoflex situation yes. where I could zoom in and focus clearly. Okay. Okay, which I can do on any lens. 
I would also like the Roloflex to have interchangeable lenses. Okay. I would also like the choice of a back, like that. What's that lens? The Leica one that you flip the three. It's three focal lengths. Oh, like yes, I whatever know what the you name mean. is. Yes, the uh, one that has three different focal. I lengths would on like a, turret. a back on that camera. Okay, that folds. Okay, it's full because I can have anything I want. It folds, yes. and one is a digital medium format back. One oh. is a Polaroid peel apart back and yes. one is a film back, but they all fold into each other. So it's like it's a compact and it weighs a pound. This is amazing. <laughs> what a great answer. Oh, my God. That's a great answer. My answer is far more simple. <laughs> all I want is an X-Pan that won't die. There you go. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Wow. Great question, Tamara. Tamara included a photograph of herself with one of her cameras. Totally kitted out. She looks great. She's dressed for winter. We love seeing pictures of you guys with your cameras. Send them. We're very curious about our listeners. Thank you for that. Then we got two emails in a row from a new listener, Christian Davenport. Okay. He has a blog called Dr. Frankenfilm. Hmm. Okay. Um, and let's see. I'm going to read one, <laughs> one line from one of these emails. Okay. Oh, no. I'm going to read one line from each of these emails. Okay. He says, uh, okay, let's see. Um, he is going to contribute to us a lot is what he's saying. Okay. But let me just share this from his second email. He sent an email of himself next to a storefront display camera from 1963. Did you see this? It's him sitting no. next to basically a baby-sized Instamatic 100. Oh, amazing. It is probably about three feet long and 18 inches tall. It's My so goodness. funny. Really amazing. So we very much enjoyed that, Christian. Thank you for writing. Love and we it. look forward to you becoming a regular correspondent on I Dream of Cameras. <laughs> okay. Next, Steve McFarlane, a.k.a. Bingley0522 on Instagram and threads. Nice. Steve, what are you doing? Why are you picking such an exotic and strange handle? But anyway, Bingley, B-I-N-G-L-E-Y. Okay. I have to pick one sentence from his long and comprehensive email. Here it is. He is talking about Nikon rangefinders, okay? And he is talking specifically about something that I just said in passing, which is that you can't mount contacts rangefinder lenses on a Nikon rangefinder. Do you remember this back in the mists of history? Mm -hmm. He says... Here's the deal. While you can mount any Contax RF lens on a Nikon rangefinder and vice versa, the focus throw on the helical is longer on the Nikon than on the Contax. In practice, he says, it means nothing on a lens wider than 50, but on a longer lens, it might be an issue. Hmm. Okay? That's his point. And he goes into a lot of detail, which I very much appreciate. Gabe, my question to you is, when are you getting a Nikon rangefinder? What's the problem? You know, this is a camera I have not tackled. Yes. And I just don't, I, I need, you know what I need to do? I need to do the research where I see the difference in the Nikon lenses and the Leica lenses. So if anyone knows differences or can show me examples or a website, I, I'm going to go search that up because I really want to see that there's a different feel to them. Okay. All right. There you go. Challenge has been thrown down. Okay, yes. I mean, you could borrow my SP. I know. I should do that and try it. You should. Okay. Uh, next email comes from Heath Dewey. Heath Dewey says he's responding to the Minority Report segment. He agreed with my assessment of the Voigtlander Vitessa. Here was his contribution. The Petri color-corrected super line of rangefinders, except for the number seven, which is junk. He emailed about them before, but he reiterates anyone who has not tried them should give them a go. And he included a picture. Have you tried those Petri rainfinders? I think of them as trash table cameras. Yeah, I, I have never, ever tried them. Guys, stand up for Petri. If you like these, let's hear from you. I mean, they are very handsome. Uh, and they have that green finder window, which I love. 
which means that the rangefinder patch is also green. Heath, thanks for your contribution, and we are always interested in people contributing to Minority Report. Okay, guess what? There's another comment on the Vivian Meyer video. Oh, you're kidding. Shocking. <laughs> okay. The funny thing is that he said, this is from Bruce Horn. We love Bruce Horn. He said, I think Vivian Meyer made some lovely photographs, but I don't really care whether she's considered a world-class artist or not. But here is what he said. He said, I noticed Gabe has an exacta, and we have mentioned that neither of us have ever used exactas. Now, I know an exa is kind of an exacta. Kinda. Basically, he is asking, have you shot with exactas? No, and I have one. Mm. Oh, I have to think on that. I really do. I, I, I okay. Have I ever shot? I haven't. It? I don't think so. I never have. Yeah. He also asked this question, which I'm I'm giving Bruce two two sentences, but he says, Jeff, you used here and in a few other episodes the phrase "Have I over egged the pudding," which Bruce says he had never heard before. Is that a common phrase in the screenwriting business or from your childhood, Gabe? Am I the only person who uses this phrase in your life? Yes. It's English. It's an English phrase. Look it up, guys. Have I over-egged the pudding? It's pretty obvious what it means. Yes. Did I put too many eggs in the pudding? Am I laying it on a little thick? Okay? There you go. It's English. I grew up on British comedy. I'm sure I picked it up there. Next email comes from Constantine Stewart, who he says, thank you for reading my last email on your award-winning podcast. Gabe, we don't talk about it a lot. No, we don't. But... Would you like to spend a beat talking about how many industry awards we have? It would won? be bragging, so that's why I'm. I would, that's true. We, we don't. don't we do, do not retweet praise. We don't but just know award-winning. The adjective award-winning would not be misplaced in describing our Smash Hit right, podcast. He is saying, right? He is asking me about robot half-frame cameras. Okay, and he includes his robot, which is quite gorgeous, and. He says it's a pain to load with film, which is correct. And uh, and he includes a picture, which is quite lovely, that he shot with his robot. Gabe, do you have any experience with these cameras? No, I've seen them. I don't, I don't, I've not used them. They're very cool looking. He has nailed the issue with these. My robot, Royal, which is a square frame robot Royal. It's the Robot Royal 24, which means it shoots a 24 by 24 frame. Right. If this camera weren't such a pain in the ass to load, it would be competing with every other rangefinder in my arsenal for my affections. But it is just too much of a pain. And I believe I have said this on this podcast. Make me an offer. There you go. All right. You've said it. But thanks. I know. Thank you for writing in about that, Constantine. We love hearing from you. Next up, Julian Meyer. Okay. Julian's sister. His <laughs> that's right he says <laughs> why are you so mean to my sister okay <laughs> jeff and gabe said okay he's he, he praises us don't praise us um now here is what he is saying he says that of all the cameras he has and he lists them he has a lot he says of all the cameras he has he still likes the look of his pictures from the Leica Mini Lux the best. And he is trying to figure out why. So two two things are being stated in here by Julian. One is Leica Mini Lux rules. Two, why am I getting better results with this camera than things like an OM2, a Canon EF, a Roly 35? Gabe, talk about it. I'm wondering if he is the most comfortable with that camera. And sometimes when you're the most comfortable with a camera, you feel like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I, I'm going to have great. And other times when you're thinking of technical issues, which happens to me a lot, you are taking away your concentration from the focus. And I think the simplicity of that camera is getting him results that he loves. And I, I, I think that could be it. Yep, I agree with that. I do not know the Mini Lux. I have seen it. And I agree that you have clearly bonded with this thing. Now I'm going to say something funny to you, Gabe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm waiting. Okay, that email is timestamped January 15th at 2.05 p.m. <laughs> Here's an email timestamped January 15th at 3.33 p.m. where Julian says, if you read my mail on the podcast, don't use my last name. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't edit. Um, Julian, 
is as we refer to you henceforward. We love you. Thank you for writing. Hey, any other Minilux shooters out there? We do not talk about these pointy shooty Leicas very much, other than Fred and his Leica Q. Right. Uh, we don't really talk about these Leica snappy snaps. Anybody out there loving their Minilux? I would love to hear about they it. They are so expensive now, I can't even yes. begin to tell you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> gonna, we're going to be closing this out in a few minutes, but I have to read one more comment on the Vivian <laughs> Oh, no. This comes from a gentleman named Garrett Crosby. Do you know what he said? No. <laughs> Great episode. Would love to see more like <gasps> this. It's that. Now, what? I, uh, what? No. How is that even possible? Yep. Okay. Finally. Okay. This is to round it out. We received a two-part email from Alex Van. That's V-A-N-N. His Instagram is Return to Grain. Nice. Follow we him. He has some very nice photographs. He waxes rhapsodic <laughs> about his ensign selfix 820 i know nothing do about you this. know this camera not at all ah is it beautiful once again it is a folder that faintly resembles the Perkeo. he says ha huh, this must be the cheapest way to get decent quality six by nine images with the atmospheric retro softness of an uncoated lens on a camera that has pleasingly simple mechanics and feels very good in the hands. Wow, impressive. How about that? That's impressive. How about that? Looks gorgeous. Looks gorgeous. And I got to say, he sent a number of photographs which are lovely. Beautiful. Alex. Beautiful. He also says, he also sent along, I love that he did this. He says, I forgot to mention, it doesn't just deliver visually and ergonomically. It sounds great as well. Check out this recording of me closing the bellows. And he sent a recording. Sexy. Beautiful. It makes a kabang, kaping sound, which is immensely satisfying. Favorite camera sounds. We haven't talked about this in a long no. time. But if you've got a favorite camera sound, send it to us. Please. Gabe, I am afraid that we have reached <laughs> January 17th. So we only have one month yes. of emails in the prodigious mailbag. Right. Okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. But you know what? I do want to skip ahead and just say that the photography show at, is at the NEC in Birmingham, England, 16th to 19th March, and Photographica is 19th May. Okay. And photographic. I will is not that, be there. Is that the uh, Frank? That's the thing I went to. That huge oh, show. Oh right, right, right. The huge. Oh yeah, photographic is the huge photography show. Right. So I'm going to read this email in full from Rachel Bu Rachel Brewster Wright in Rachel Brewster Wright <laughs> in our next episode. Great. But that's a little heads up because I believe she will be there. That's awesome. Okay, there you go. That for now brings to a close. <laughs> Our prodigious mailbag. As you know, you can write to us at idreamofcameras at gmail.com. We are in there with a shovel trying to get to the bottom of this thing, but you guys just keep writing, and we love that. Don't stop. Please don't. Okay? Yes. We're trying to get a handle on this, and once the email is of email, once the prodigious mailbags is of a less prodigious size, it will become a regular segment as opposed to taking over half the show. <laughs> exactly. Gabe, I don't remember whether at this point we talk about whom we have to thank or if I tell people how to get in touch I with think us. Let's do it this you way. You do whatever you Go. want. I'm going to tell you how to get in touch Beautiful. with us. As I said. Email us, idreamofcameras at gmail.com. You may go to our website. Surprisingly, it is idreamofcameras.com, <laughs> where you may find show notes meticulously prepared. Yes. By oh, my hosts. God. So appreciated and beautiful by Jeff Greenstein. And, well, we, uh, thank you for saying that. And merch from the delightful Keith Greenstein, who was just here, by the way, with his son. Do you know what Keith's favorite camera to shoot with is? Uh, which? That would be the Olympus OM-1. Love it. Do you know what his son, my nephew Alex, do you know what his son's favorite camera to shoot with is? What? Minolta P's! <sighs> Fantastic. That's Even perfect. Even kids love the camera. So he was just here. By the way, he is copywriter 
on Instagram. Uh, anyway, uh, you may find the merch designed by Keith also on idreamofcameras.com. Follow us on Instagram. And as of today, on threads. Oh. At idreamofcameras. I, I put up our first thread today. Beautiful. And if you would like to find Gabe Sachs and his sublime portrait oh, work. Too kind. Please follow him. He is Gabe Sachs on Instagram. I, less sublime, am S. Jeff Greenstein because Jeff Greenstein is a tax fraud felon. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Gabe, whom do we have to thank? Well, the obvious one right now is Keith Greenstein. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's been around. He's been to New York. He's been shooting film. He's Anyway, yes. so appreciative of all his creativity on our show and giving us a look and of course mr fred Corey for our sound bites and he was in the middle of a move and he moved yes. into a beautiful place and he paid more by the residuals from this podcast that's right and he is ready to make some new sound bites he told me this today oh boy very exciting do you know what i was wrong we are in our fourth year no yeah this is year four. Oh boy isn't that amazing? Crazy. This is year four of the podcast. Aren't you people done with us yet? I love it. Oh, also, Jeff, tell them where they can leave yes. reviews because we need them and love oh, them. Oh, yes. You know, people have started doing it, and we really appreciate it. It's the only kind of praise we like. If you go to the iTunes store, if you scroll down on your podcast app, you can see where to leave us a five-star review and some of your deathless prose describing the extraordinary hosts. Their knowledgeability, their <laughs> butter-like tones, yes. their excellent radio voices, <laughs> their knowledge. Did I say knowledgeable? <laughs> yes. Because we're not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. Leave us a review. And with that, Gabe, walk us out of here. Here's what I'm going to tell you, people. I want you yes. all to take a chance on older lenses ones that you would pass up at the junk camera table and i'm telling you just give that lens a chance because i think you're going to be really really surprised like i was with the russian helios 44-4 58 it's amazing m42 lenses you can get adapters for them for your cameras they're amazing they will surprise you especially you like users out there go take a chance and until the next time, we are sending you lots of love, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>